So welcome back to Renting an Apartment in New York City. My name is Rodolfo Delgado. And today, we welcome Cami Cutler and Andro Apacible from Bond New York Properties. Cami is a managing director with over 15 years of experience doing residential real estate. And Andro is the director of talent, responsible for recruiting at one of the biggest real estate brokerages in New York City. Cami, Andro, thank you for being with us here today. Mm, thank, thank you for, you for having, having us. us. So today's episode is all about finding out the role that social media has played in residential real estate. With that in mind, Cami, you've been a manager at multiple brokerages by now and have been at the forefront of the initial experience that consumers have with real estate agents. What is the main source from which agents are getting their new clients these days? And is social media a big one yet? Yeah, I mean, it's a really important question and it's something that I actually talk to my agents about daily. Um, right now, and I really think too, it depends on their level of experience. If I'm talking to a new agent and we t discuss their advertising and marketing you know, strategies, it's mainly going to come from like third party sources. Um, something like replay listings. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> something, you know, maybe Rent Top or, you know, Street Easy for that matter. But even Street Easy is hard at this point because if they don't have an exclusive, hmm. they're unable to get it onto Street Easy. True. So pretty much any third party platform that allows advertising, you know, is, is kind of where most new agents will get their business from. Uh, we try to encourage them to do their, you know, sphere of influence. We, we do encourage, and, and I'll touch upon the social media, but I do encourage that as well. You know, when you go more to a veteran agent, most of their business now is coming from referrals. You know, hmm. they are sourcing for maybe new business, you know, once again, through third-party platforms. But most of their business, if they have built the business then, which we've told them to, will come from referrals. Social media, though, is something that I definitely try to incorporate in any type of business plan that they have. Um, I definitely think, personally, it needs to grow more in some people's business, in mm -hmm. most of my agents' business. Is everyone utilizing it? I definitely think it's a more generational thing, mm -hmm. but it is definitely something that I encourage to do. That's really insightful. I also think that... You know, taking my own experiences and just seeing where, you know, being in the business for 15 years, where a lot of senior agents or more veteran agents, I want to say, because not senior in age, but definitely a more veteran agent that's been in the industry, mm. where they used to be able to put an ad in, you know, in the New York Times, and then their phone would blow up constantly, and, and they'd go out, they'd show the client, whether it be sales, whether it be rentals, and as the years have gone on, and technology has been more predominant, you know, you have to kind of change. I mean, you have to change your business, you know, with the times. Unfortunately, we don't have the print anymore. You know, everything is digital. With social media, I even found myself when social media came out, Facebook was the number one source of social media. At that point, it was more social, literally what it was, social. You know, I put my children up there. I think the food started coming on, you yeah. know, like, hey, this yeah. is where I ate. Do you want to see my spaghetti and meatballs that I made? <laughs> you know, things like that. But it wasn't necessarily for business. You know, once I got into real estate, I started realizing, hey, you can actually capitalize on business and use this platform to get 
any type of business, you know, we're in real estate, but any type of business to your social network, but everyone else beyond like all the other connections beyond, Hmm. you know, me and you are friends. You have 400 friends and those 400 friends have, you know, X amount of friends. It's an unlimited resource that I think is very underutilized for once again, certain generations, Hmm. you know, I even had to come and realize, Hey, as a manager, a lot of my agents are starting to request me, you know, Hey, I want to request you on Facebook. I want to request you on, you know, Instagram. And I even had to step back and say, Hey, okay. I, you know, I definitely have to gear my social media more in line with my business. But I think the, you know, the whole thing with social media is also to see that you're a real person. You know, you're a real person. This is my life. I have children. I have cats. I do like to cook. I love that. Yeah. And I think that's where the business really can take off. You know, we always talk about this being a personable business, right? Yeah. And transparency and connecting with the other person, you know, the client. Mm. I've already noticed a couple of important takeaways that I'd like to point out from what you've just shared. Absolutely. The first one is that the social media platform that you should focus on may vary depending on your sphere of influence's demographic. As an example, Facebook may be the most prominent platform between baby boomers, while Instagram tends to attract more millennials. Another takeaway is that social media may help both renters and agents build a more significant connection by finding common ground. A real estate agent who loves to cook may understand a client better who happens to be a chef and requires a specific kitchen layout or appliances. And we've seen that over and over again with some of our agents lightfully looking at their potential clients' IG pages. Um, or Google, like for that matter. Or just know. using Google. I mean, they found ways to become relatable to their potential client. And believe it or not, that's where their business becomes more engaged and has evolved. Amazing. So in actuality, I look at the usage of social media as the great equalizer right now. So whether you've been in this business for five months or 15 years, now you can look at this platform as the great equalizer because it allows you to become fully involved in an industry without having to have done 15 years. You could stand neck and neck with some of those big dogs Mm. and social media allows you to do that if you use it effectively. Correct. And I wanted to touch upon you know, going back to the platforms that we currently have to advertise, they're oversaturated. You have to find other outlets to to capture a client, you know, to actually get your business. Mm. I mean, I tell agents all the time, how are you going to stand out? Yeah. How are you going to create your brand? You know, it's not just about putting up that one apartment. 90 to 95% of the time, that client is not renting that apartment. So it's about you capturing the client in another way or finding some, you know, ground where they trust you, being more personable, you know. So social media is a big part of that conversation when it comes to what's going to make you stand out. Hmm. Now, Andrew, I had a question for you as well. As we know by now, you are currently the director of talent at one of the biggest real estate brokerages in New York City. A part of your role as recruiter is to not only connect with reputable real estate agents, but also make sure that the agents or brokers that you invite to work at Bond are qualified and have what it takes to succeed doing real estate in New York. My question is, when interviewing new potential agents, 
do you take social media as a factor in the equation to determine if they're a good fit for the company? That's a great question. When it comes to interviewing new potential agents, I do take into consideration their social media only because I want to help them identify their strengths and weaknesses. There are a lot of agents who have a great following but don't know how to use it in terms of building their brand and their business. Mm -hmm. And there are some agents that have years of experience but have zero following because it's something that's completely new to them. So as a recruiter, I want to help them manage their expectations and build them and help them to identify their brand because believe it or not, everybody has a brand. It's just a matter of tapping into it and helping them to bridge that gap from maybe you know some uh, industries such as myself. I came from nightlife and hospitality, but somehow we can bridge that over. Mm. Or somebody who doesn't have a lot of followers, how we can help them to build that. So it's one of the factors that I definitely look into, but more importantly, it's how we use it to help them build their business. Mm. Interesting. Now, to expand on that point of leveraging social media to earn your client's trust. Cami, I have a question for you. When someone looking for a new home has connected with a broker or an agent already, but they're hesitant to trust their agent because of their past experiences, how would you recommend apartment hunters to approach the situation to be able to trust the agent that they might be working with? I would definitely recommend to the apartment hunter, the client, to ask questions, you know, ask as many questions as they feel comfortable with. Once again, it is a relationship. So if they feel like they've been burned prior due to non-transparency, you know, bait and switch situations, Mm. you know, photos looking like it's a mansion and then they get there and it's not, you know, I definitely would ask the agent to maybe send me videos or maybe do a FaceTime, uh, something where, or maybe That's where you can incorporate, even as an apartment hunter, asking them, do you have any reviews? Maybe they can check the Yelp page. Absolutely. But going back to, I guess, easing an apartment hunter's, you know, feelings or past experiences, a site like that could be helpful. You know, if an agent has multiple positive reviews, um, they can say, hey, you know, I did see Josh under said brokerage and they had six positive reviews in the last few years, that could also ease somebody's you know, feelings about their past experience and say, hey, wow, he's got multiple positive reviews, even on Google. I know that Google has reviews too. That could be another way, another source that I would definitely send in a, you know, an apartment hunter to. And to Cami's point, uh, social media is really changing the way the face of real estate is done, it's transacted, and it looked at nowadays. So the reality is, is that you have to use multiple platforms to stand out. Maybe those six positive reviews that you talked about, maybe that one positive review that you talked about is going to help that agent grow their business. So it's part of a larger equation, and that's why social media has to be looked at in its totality. Not just one specific platform, but using and utilizing all of it together. Mm. Now, Andrew, I had another question for you. One of the biggest advantages of using social media to acquire new customers is that it can be free, right? As you're reaching out to your immediate sphere of influence. Now, on the other hand, one can argue that what's free rarely yields the same results as paid platforms. 
do you believe that agents should focus a specific amount of their time advertising on social media? Or should they find a balance between social media and other platforms that works for them? That's a great question and something that I still battle with on a daily basis. I look at it as an investment. You have to invest back into your business. And honestly speaking, managing your own social media account to the highest level is a full-time job in itself. There are people out there that get paid big money to manage social media accounts. But for the average user, for the average agent, I think that it's more important to find that balance. And what I mean is, is that if you're spending time posting up listings, whether it's rental or sales, whether you're networking, whether you're out prospecting, whether you're cold calling, find time in there to focus on your social media. As you mentioned, social media is free. I still think of it as a great equalizer, but at the end of the day, you'll never know who will see it mm. and who will forward it, who will see it. And so those things help to build your business. It equates to large deals down the line. Um, and I've seen it happen over and over again. Mm. That's interesting. I wanted to add, you know, what you were saying about growing your business and focusing on your business and having that balance. I once again think it's generational. Mm. I really do. I think that when we talked about it earlier, where my generation growing up was on the start of technology. You know, when I went to college, I still had a floppy disk in my computer. Absolutely. But it also gave me the insight of where it started and where we have become. And I was able to grow with it and learn it and understand it and have appreciation mm. for the levels of where social media could take my business and my agent's business. Where someone, you know, a, you know, maybe your generation have come into technology full blown. You know, it's here. You have Instagram, you have TikTok, you have Twitter, you have Snapchat, uh, Facebook to someone in a different generation than me is is laughable to them. They're like, oh, Facebook, that's old. It's like having a Yahoo account or an AOL account, right? <laughs> that's what they compare it to. That's very true. And I think that you have to find the balance of what you're comfortable with, mm -hmm. you know, how you can leverage each of those platforms and maybe which platform is more targeted to the business in which you're trying to have too. Mm. So like you said earlier, if you think that Facebook is only targeted to this demographic and Instagram is only targeted to this demographic and Twitter and so on and you know and so on and, and TikTok is the new thing, how are you going to leverage that particular platform to the demographic that you're looking to grow your business? Mm. I think you know? each platform speaks to a different demographic. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And then it just can't be about posting a listing on there. You know, I think you need to incorporate either a listing you're going to preview or maybe you took an open house tour mm. or maybe you're doing a building tour, but add your personality to it. Yeah. And then other videos might just be you out, you know, maybe you're at the park, maybe you're with friends or incorporate some photos to show that, you know, this is me. Absolutely. I want to work with you right. because That's... you look like you can be relatable to me. Mm. And I think that is how you can utilize your time on the social media site. A large part of the success that influencers will have in social media is by identifying their brand and really honing in on a message or a theme or a color palette or a topic or an aesthetic that they really want to put out there. And in my case, it just so happens to be real estate is now the underlying message that I try to promote in my personal social media, which happens to utilize both my personal and my professional life 
into one IG, where I have a personal IG, which is private and locked. Mm -hmm. And then I have an open IG, which Mm. is for everyone to see. And I also, once again, think it's just how I originally created my social media. And this is the conversation I have with all my agents. You know, how did you originally create your social media? Were you doing it just to target for your business? Or did you originally create it when everyone created it, when the platform first came out? And right away, you are posting only personal stuff. Yeah. So I suggest one or two things. I mean, I think it's it's definitely a debatable topic on whether you should have different platforms. Hmm. You know, whether you should have just for your personal and then just for your business. Or if you should, you know, incorporate it all under one. And I've seen multiple agents who have had at one point a personal and a business. And then at some point we're like, you know what? I'm going to put them together because this is me. And I want you to work with me. Yeah. I want you to see that, yeah, sometimes I'm out on Saturday night having a drink with my friends and having a great time. Uh, but at the other time, I'm right back there on Sunday at my open house, you know, taking care of business. And I think you have to, and, and you know, once again, you have to really decide where you want to take that platform. Mm. An insight to something that you just mentioned that I really liked is you seem to be giving the option of either having one Instagram account or social media account mixed with your personal and business or having two accounts managed separately, one for your personal and one for your business. And both can work really well. The funny part is it seems to me that not having one is not an option. Not an option. Is not an option. You didn't even mention not having one. It's like it goes without saying. Right. That if you're doing real estate, you have to have a social media presence. Absolutely. I, I definitely believe so. And I, I I believe so on all levels, on all ages, all seniorities. I think that you have to have at least one platform Correct. of social media. I look at social media as an extension of everyone's business card. You have to have a digital presence. So, you know, yesteryear you would present your business card and 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 hope to engage that way. Today... And tomorrow, everybody expects for you to have some sort of a digital presence. And social media is an extension of that business card now. Absolutely. And so with everything that we've spoken about so far goes my very last question, which is, do you believe that as time goes by, social media might at one point become the primary source for customer acquisition in real estate? I don't believe it will be the primary source. I definitely think it'll have a bigger impact in the future and it will be directly relatable to that agent and their branding. Mm. I also think that, I I think that the agents who are giving pushback on leveraging the social media and the technology, they will see an impact in their business, definitely, Mm. and not in a good way. I do see it trending that way, but I don't think it'll be the primary source. With the algorithms constantly changing and with influencers trying to outdo each other on the number of views, number of likes, social media is trending in such a way that that is becoming less and less important. That's part of the reason that Instagram actually is starting to delete the number of likes or the number of views that you could see on the back end. It's more about the engagement. I think that when social media came out, it's in the name itself. You are expected to be social with one another. And now everybody is caught up trying to outdo each other. So I think that with the way social media is trending, it's about bringing it back to basics, about engaging with your consumer and providing useful content for them. So this new world of micro-influencers is going to be the new wave. 
because it's about engaging with your clients. It's about providing content and engaging in other accounts that provide value. A quick reminder to all of our listeners out there, Cami's and Andro's information will be provided on the description of the podcast along with their social media handles. So, Cami, Andro, thank you for being with us here today. Mm, thank, thank you for, for having us. us.